shit like that. It, it'd be like a first video. But, um, yeah, and I figure you, because you have interesting ways of asking certain questions, honestly, young man. Oh, thank you, young man. Y'all getting some exclusive shit. Yeah, this is exclusive, you know, underground. Sorry about the plastic in your ear. I'll put that yeah. down. <laughs> yeah, because so I know you can hit every one of them, boom, boom, boom. Like I said, the video, it ain't going to be like that long, but it's going to be a video explaining each one and whatever other questions Yeah, no, that's got. what I'm saying. Just give me a... Yeah, no, nah, give me like a theme of kind of what you want to... Oh, you tell me what you want the theme of it to be. So that'll be good. I'll come up with some questions and... Yeah. Like us. Yeah, so no, nah, that'll be... I guess the background... It ain't even got to be here, but somewhere that's clear. Well, this is why the labels are important. Or not the labels, but uh, the graphics are important because we can get the graphics. Yeah. Like, the shit you just showed me, yeah. like, the shit, the one that's in there, we can get some shit like that and put yeah. that up. Green screen. We can have some fun with it, but, you know. Uh, I think it. I'm gonna fuck with it. We are excited than a motherfucker. I know motherfuckers don't. It may not sound like it's excited, like we too excited, but this is, it's so much dope shit that we finna just pumping y'all veins. It's over with. <laughs> Injecto Cito. Yeah, nah, we finna fill y'all with so much dope shit. It's just, it's coming across the board. Um, like no breaks. Yeah, new new uh do you call it horizon? It's it's not even a new horizon, it's, it's just not a new some one. shit that's it's like the next it's like another wave is coming. It's like waves, them bitches is endless cause they come we coming with shit regardless of where you at in this motherfucker. Like whether you been on or whether you just not getting on. Right. It's some more shit coming. Right. So whether you know what we talking about when we say we got some shit coming, or whether you have no clue, and you don't figure out until it's too late, don't worry, because it's more shit coming. He says, always more, 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 more. Whether it's from us, whether it's from Medicaid's Bakery, whether it's from Paper Trail, whether it's from... Any, it just we got shit coming down the pipeline. Trust me when I tell you. Don't trust me when I tell you. Trust yourself. Oh, trust yourself. Trust what you feel. Trust what you know. Trust your eyes. Don't trust everything you see, though. My grandmother always told me <laughs> believe none of what you hear and little of what you see. You feel me? So. Keep that in mind. Um, but uh, we get y'all a little sneak peek. We might have to. That might fuck around and be some shit. We might have to take it to Patreon or yeah, yeah. But uh, nah, man. We fuck with y'all. We appreciate y'all. We trying to. We got some ideas of how we could uh bring some more shit to you guys and bring even more content. Um. <laughs> Mm-hmm. No, this is fun. This is gonna be fun. I definitely believe so. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Medicakes Bakery. Mm-hmm. Uh, sponsoring the pod. 
some new pillows coming down the line. Uh, y'all niggas check out that triple berry, that new flavor that's on the menu. Uh, oh God, I'm gonna fuck with a new pillow. Get you a backpack. Get you a left right bar. Have to go and have to go and check and see if I had it. Get you a medicated honey. And get your blood Dr. Red when I'm away out the door, man. Fuck you, something. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Um, That's potent. I like it. Potency. It's like, mm, mm, mm. It's waves, and I'm loving it. It's like the perfect Ooh, smell. Wavy, just keep on. You baby. feel me? And it's constant. Wavy, baby. Um, Perfect. Where would you like to start? I don't even. It's just it's mashed it up there. I don't even. I don't want to start with hostility, but there's always white people, white peopling. So there's that. Pussy, huh? <laughs> Boy. Boy. Sick ass world, man. <laughs> Sick ass world. Um. Shout out to the Chicago Wow, he's looking at the board right now, figuring out which topic he would like to bring to you guys first. Oh, yeah. I am going to shout the fuck out to the Chicago Bull. See red in this bitch. Ho, let's go. Ah! Hey, <coughs> that's perfect because all the time you see red, big red machine. Let's go. We rolling. Ooh, shout out to the Bulls, man. We, uh, we, made, it, we made a very good trade. Um... I thank you, Wendell, for I think you niggas gave it they all auto injury bug. I'm very excited. We got Nikola Vucevic. Nikola. Nikola Vucevic. So do we stop talking like this? Probably. We talked about this. Oh, but this I don't know. Nico's pretty cold, man. I fuck with my guy, man. He's he hard. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So, no. Um, you can check the tape. I've been a fan of uh, Mr. Vucevic um, since before he came to the Bulls. I fucked with him being an all-star from Orlando. Okay. Um, we also got a nickname Daniel Tice, who played for the Celtics, and homie Troy Brown. So, made some good moves. I'm interested to see how we pull these things together. Okay. Um. Fun, fun times. But you wanted to start with Big Red Machine. Do you know why it says Big Red Machine on the... It's because Big Red Machine is going to be in the Hall of Fame. Oh, shit. Fuck you, man. He knows exactly okay. what it's for, you what guys. What my last name is. Oh, what you think this is. Stop playing out. with me. Shout out. Shout out to the Big Red Machine. Yeah, man. We'll clap it up for Kane, Fuck man. you, man. Clap that shit up for Kane, yep. man. Uh, That's my boy. Don't play with my boy. Yeah, no, I don't know, man. Come on, man. Fake diesel, man. <laughs> Fake diesel. Big red machine on my shit. Yeah, no. Uh, Kane is being inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. Uh, I think it's pretty well warranted. I don't think that's a. It seems pretty obvious to me. Uh. What was your favorite version of Kane? I'm rolling with Attitude Era because every any, every other one after that it kind of slowly progressed, De- not progressed slowly. The costume itself and the character yeah. it 
You feel me? I feel like it declined. Fucking Kane, man. But Kane had a solid run. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'll fuck with Kane. That big red machine shit was something else. That motherfucker, that, the, the mask that covered his whole face. And he had different, the different mask. Yeah, I fucked. My favorite version of Kane is the original, oh, he scared the shit out of the Undertaker. Big Red Machine version. Like, the version of Kane that showed up and fucked up Undertaker's match with Shawn Michaels. Yes, bro. Big Red Machine. He was just this big robot ass, but not robot ass. You feel me? That was hard. Oh, you know what? My favorite version of Kane is probably the first Kane and Undertaker tag team. Ooh, that's that, probably... That fucked your head up, That's man. probably my favorite version of Kane. It was when him and Undertaker tag team and they did some shit. Was that Kane that stuffed Paul Bearer down that manhole at the end of Raw? <laughs> I think it was. <laughs> stuffed his ass down the sewer hole head first. Kane had the black gloves on, too. He was ready, bro. He, ah, that's my dude. Tombstone Yeah. It was it was it was a red version of Undertaker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I fucked the with Tombstone it. Pile Driver. Crazy. My boy deserve it. Oh, that's a fact. I, Undertaker was the one who uh who let him know who gave him the car. I thought that was pretty dope. Yeah. Um Is Kane like your favorite big man? Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Trying to think, man. He definitely up there. Uh, Kane is my favorite big man. You know that. That anytime I got to play with a big man, it was Kane. Yeah. Or Big Show. I did. I was not a Big Show fan. You big as hell out here choke slamming niggas, bro. I mean, <laughs> but that's what you supposed to do. Lift them niggas up in the air, drop them. Uh. I would probably also uh, no take her. I would probably go take her. <clears throat> that's a fair. That's a fair person to run with. <clears throat> um. Or. Those are little guys, little guys, little guys. Yeah, I'd probably Kevin Nash also would be yeah up there. Um, I didn't ever fuck with Mark Henry as a wrestler. Like when I was actively watching wrestling, I wasn't a mm-hmm. big Mark Henry fan, but I always fucked with like the black dude. That was just. I don't want to just re- reduce it to just the, the big black nigga, but you. yeah, I was like, all right, <clears throat> I'll fuck um, Yeah, I'll probably beat them three, though. Undertaker, Kane, and uh, Kevin yeah, Nash. Fuck with Brock Lesnar, he a, kind of he a big man, but... That's true, Brock Lesnar is a big nigga. I'm not a big Brock fan, though. Okay. I'm not a big Brock fan. Uh, The Grits Khalid. Mm. Also going into the Hall of Fame. Oh, what? Yeah, also going into the Hall of Fame. Funny you said that. First Indian WWE champion, and he got his own uh, wrestling school. Great Kali. Yeah. Wow. Uh. 
Yeah, Big Show, Undertaker, Kane, Kali, uh, Brock is a pretty big motherfucker. Mark yeah. Henry. Yes. Um, the super heavyweight ass niggas. Right, <laughs> with Rakishi, you know. Mister Fatu. Yeah. Yeah, but no, nah, I wouldn't put them niggas in my. You know what I'm saying. Uh. Yeah, nah, man, I did. I'd probably ride with them three. Um, right now, big red machines. Big red machine. Yeah. Uh, how you feel about the masked versus unmasked version? Did you were you did you like that? Were you a fan of it? I was it? not a fan of the unmasked version because it wasn't. It took away the scariness. It just wasn't the same. Yeah. You're not the big red machine anymore. You don't have the mask on. Nigga, you finna get married in this bitch. You wildin'. <laughs> You're choosing love over. Death and destruction over yep. hellfire yep. and brimstone. Yep, yep, and it, yeah, how? But I get it. I thought that nigga Kane was from the joint DX. It was lit. I'm like, oh shit, He's sick. Hey, we did. We thought he was though. him and Xbox was partners. They hell was yeah. tag team oh, like, man, What's that got going on, man? Kane hit him with the what? That was a weird matchup of ah Kane and X Pac. He was a because real. Kane and China was fucking around. <laughs> that was the storyline. It was Kane and China was together on some shit. Okay. And China was, as we all know, in DX. Right. So wrestling was lit. Let's see. Uh, Kane WWE Hall of Famer I was trying to pull up his stats Cause the nigga like A 12 time tag champion Or some wild number Like he got like Damn. Some numbers to his name No bullshit Oh sure No bullshit Um he got like three or four tag uh, WWE championship joints. Hold on, man. Nah, I wanna, I'm going to get Canis. I ain't even going to cut him short like that. Oh, this is fragrant. Yeah, here we go. All right. Um, he been WWE champion. He was the world heavyweight champion. The ECW champion. Okay. Intercontinental champion <clears throat> twice. A 12-time tag champion. He won money in the bank. And he was the third ever Grand Slam champion. Grand Slam champion. Which means he won all the belts. Hmm. So he had every belt. He done had every belt at some point. So you talking shit like probably him, Stone Cold. Well, that's Rock. a hardcore belt, though. You ain't say that one. But you know that's a newer thing. Okay. Well, and I don't even know if he ever had that bitch. It's crazy you said that. I heard they asked D'Lo Brown how he felt about the hardcore, and he said he hated it. He said he thought it was like junk wrestling. He said, "Don't get me wrong. I know it's guys who like do it and can make a good living off of it if they can do it, and you know that's your thing." He was like, "I hated doing that shit because it didn't ever go the way." He was like, "I hated that shit. I sucked at it." Hardcore wrestling? Yeah. Or like wrestling matches? Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Bob Holly hardcore, you know. Oh, no, Al yeah. Snow and Head hardcore. Oh, yeah, yeah. If he ain't fuck with him. Hell no. <laughs> fuck you mean. They had that 24-hour all-day shit. You got niggas breaking in niggas' houses trying to win the belt from you, dog. How do we think this shit was real? <laughs> Triple H broke Randy on crib. What you talking Fuck. about? I, I really think this shit was yeah, real. Bro. I remember that. Niggas got their cribs broken in. What are you talking about? How did we think this shit was real, dog? How did we not? How did we think it wasn't? He went to the man's house. <laughs> That's all I want Why people to realize. Why would you do that for play? That's all I want people to realize, bro. You don't do that. You don't do it. Uh, Wrestling is very real, man. <laughs> that shit is real, bro. Nah, man. Wrestling fuck my head up. No, every day. Every single day it do. Stone Cold went to the hospital and beat Vince McMahon ass. With a bedpan, bro. <laughs> He beat his shit with a steel man pad. He punched his cast. <laughs> Bro. I remember this. Booker T got a mud hole stomped at him. Walked it dry, fucking talk about. In the grocery store. Walked it dry. You got caught slipping. That was, that was the first get caught slipping. Just like that. Stomped them out. Wrestling is real, man. I know it's real. Tell me that ain't real. I don't give a fuck what none of you niggas say. It's real. Cause suck it. But yeah, no. Shout out to the Big Red Machine, man, for uh, making it to the WWE Hall of Fame. That yep. is that's super dope. Super um, duper. There may be a story here about Batista. Batista bomb, baby. I believe uh, it, based on the way it appeared to me, it appeared as if maybe Batista may have also been in Ducted into the Hall of Fame, but for whatever reason is not partaking this year and wants to be there next year. But uh, having, I don't know. That's just that could be like some internet rumor shit. We don't know. Right. But uh, Kane is going to the fucking Hall of Fame, as is the Great Kali. Do you remember much about the Great Kali? I don't want to shortchange him too, cause he was also I remember. No, I really he played into the stereotype the the Punjabi punch plunge or some shit was like yeah, Punjabi punch or chop or yeah, some shit. Yeah, you couldn't even hurt him because he was so fucking big. <laughs> he was just he big was big out there one shot niggas boom over with instantly stunned. He was literally just squeezing niggas heads as his finisher. Yeah, bro. like what the fuck? Chopping motherfuckers right across they dome. He was grabbing niggas. Look at this. He just grabbing a nigga trap. I'm just gonna grab you by your shoulder. <laughs> just squeeze your fuck. muscle. <laughs> That's Cena. Big neck ass. <laughs> like. Man. Yeah, no, nah, shout out to the great Kali. Shout out to uh Kane and uh Uh, 
Oh, yeah, no, nah, here we go right here. Oh, he found To the out. WWE Universe, unfortunately, due to previous <clears throat> obligations, I am unable to be a part of the WWE Hall of Fame this year. By my request, they have agreed to induct me at a future ceremony where I'll be able to properly thank the fans and people who made my career possible. That sounds like maybe this nigga got like a movie deal or some shit he is unable to get away from to come do this. Yeah. So he asks, hey, don't make me look like no dick, man. Just let me let me do that shit next year. <laughs> How you feel about Batista being a Hall of Famer though? I fuck with Batista. In the Hall no, of no, Fame? No, 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 for the sake, I think that's kind of fast. But he was in the <laughs> He was in the era that's crazy because he was in the era of this post Randy Orton and uh John Cena. The John Cena era. Okay, but John Cena's the best wrestler out of all of them. Definitely. He was the face. Okay. So if you're not John Cena, and I don't want to make it seem like if you're not John Cena, you don't have a place. Because Stone Cold was, Stone Cold, The Rock, and The Undertaker all had their roles. Yeah. you telling me Batista was one of those people? That's the weird part. I don't feel like he was not to be Hall of Fame yet. How many times? Did he, I guarantee you he probably had the belt like eight, nine times though. Oh yeah, he was beating ass. Batista bombing, then it was him, Triple H, and... What was that, the faction or was that the corporation? Him, Triple H, and Randy Orton. I forgot what that was. They was out there fucking people up. (coughs) 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 So, what I... Yeah. I believe... If you one of the greatest in your generation, then that puts you automatic to me. Yeah. That'll put you in the hall automatically if you one of the greats from your generation. Yeah. So you might not I don't wanna say it's not a it's not a ring or a championship thing. Cause think of somebody in basketball. Allen Iverson don't have a championship ring. In his era, though, you're not going to be able to name five players better than Allen Iverson in his era, though. True. To me, that makes him one of the greatest ever. Right. <laughs> because he dominated his era. Now, if you I mean, put his era up against other eras... When you, when you talk about rings, are you talking about them as a team, though? Because you're not one person not finna get you. Yeah, but that's the whole... you. I That matters because that's why we doing all this. Right. So, like, championships is not the only thing that matters. They do matter, though. Right. I'd be a liar to say that they don't. (laughs) I'll give you an even more home example. Derrick Rose is my favorite bull ever. Even more so than Mike or Scotty. Mm Mm-hmm. Just because I got to see more of his greatness at Definite. a time where I could appreciate it. Yeah. So he's my favorite bull ever. Mike is the greatest bull ever, though. Right. I don't even think it's comparable, questionable. Maybe I would make the argument for D. Rose if he had one ring. Right. 
But because you don't have none, the nigga who went six times and didn't lose, man. Kobe. Yes. Kobe got five. He went seven times. So if Kobe had six with one loss, I might say it. You could argue he might be better than Mike because that one loss means he went one time and he had an, he had another time to go and have more than <laughs> yeah. you. He went more than you did. Yeah. It's the argument they make with LeBron. So the championships don't they not the end all be all, but they definitely do matter. Right. Especially when you playing something that has like a win and loss thing. Yeah. So it I guess matters a little less in wrestling because the person who's the champion is like a storyline determined thing. Right. But the people who are in that orbit though. Like, The Undertaker might have only had the title nine times. Nigga Head was there for 20 years, though. As opposed to somebody like The Rock, who might be, or Triple H. Triple H might be a 20-time fucking champion by the time <laughs> right. it's all said and done. Right. Ric Flair. How many times was Ric Flair champion? champion? Hulk Hogan. Oh, How many yeah. times was he champion? Somebody yeah. like John Cena might only had the belt five times, but the nigga had the belt for seven months. That's a long time. That's a long time. So, you know what I'm saying? You got to weigh that shit in and out. I think Kane's run, I don't think Kane's run includes, Kane is a great example. I don't think his run includes a lot of championship, heavyweight, world title shit. But I don't think there's any doubt that Kane is a first ballot Hall of Famer. That right. He was a dominant force of his era. Yes, he was. So, shout out to the Big Red Machine. Shout out to Kali. Shout out to Batista because... He's there. I may not respect... or not. Re- I don't even want to use that word. I may not be aware of Batista's resume enough post. Because to me, that's right around the time when I started falling off. So you like Triple yeah, H's same, little brother. Same, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like you had a whole career. I know much more about Batista as an actor than I do as a wrestler. Damn. I used to play with him on the game all the time. I picked you, Batista. It's true. Batista bomb. You were Batista. Yeah. I always thought the belly button tattoo was weird. Yeah, you got the Perry Saturn the, type. The, the Perry Saturn belly button. I'm like, oh, nigga. God, he was killing it. He was. He was strong as fuck. Yeah. He Batista bomb. He was a little... Ugh. Oh, yeah. No, he he big. He Batista bombed somebody that like fucked me up. <laughs> big nigga might have been a big show. Fuck around. <coughs> <coughs> Fuck around. Fuck around and found out. Oh shit. That's a good week. Oh yeah, that's a good week. So yeah, man. Shout out to my boy uh Dave Batista. Shout out to Kane, Big Ram Machine, and uh everybody inducted into the Hall of Fame. Uh deservedly so. Mega shout out. 
That list, that's also a telltale sign about how old we are getting because our the people of our youth are being inducted into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. A lot of my favorite football players when I first started falling in love with football are in like Shannon Sharp been in the Hall of Fame for like some years. It's crazy. Marshall Falk, who was on the cover of Game Day, the game I begged for, but he's in the Hall of Fame. That's damn. We are getting old. You see what I'm saying? I remember Larry Fitzgerald, my boy. This nigga is a bona fide Hall of Famer. He just still playing. Feel me? He still playing. I remember this man in college football. He's the LeBron of that. But this is the thing. This is how long the nigga been playing. He was on. You could play with Larry Fitzgerald at Pittsburgh. I know. I used to pick the team all the time. They haven't. I think the last one they made might have been 14. 15. 14. 14. That's seven years ago. Yeah. He was on the game seven years before that. <laughs> Damn. Man, Larry Fitzgerald was probably on like NCAA Man. 05. Hell yeah. That's a long time ago. We can, I'm going to add He said, fact check. Up. Ask Jeeves. <clears throat> yeah. Hell, you have it. Mm-hmm. Niggas don't know about Jeeves. Caught y'all with that little kidney punch. Slick one, too. Niggas don't know about Jeeves. I remember. I used to use it back when I was like mm-hmm. a freshman. What year did I say? 05. He was on... He was on 04. 04? We, uh-huh. we get to go back one more? <clears throat> he was on NCAA. Yeah. Yeah, take it. NCAA football. He might have been on the cover of this motherfucker. Whole time, whole time. Let me see. Who is this on the cover of this? Carson Palmer. This is 04. And let me see who on the cover of 03. That look like Joey Harrington. And the cover of 05 is... Larry fucking Fitzgerald. There we go. So you was 05, you was still on it. <clears throat> Larry Fitzgerald is on the cover of NCAA 2005, and the man is still playing football at a professional level right now in 2021. Stop talking. What are you saying to me right now? My favorite football player. Got to put Larry Fitzgerald in your top five. And I don't think he's five or four, to be honest with you. If you gave me... Three receivers on the team. I'm going to take Randy Moss first. Randy Moss is definitely. And I'm probably going to take Larry Fitzgerald second. After that, though, now if you're giving me a third receiver, now you just, you cheating with me. <laughs> he said you cheating with you me. You cheating because now it's just a plethora of niggas. I can take T.O. I can take Megatron. I can take. Chad. You could go crazy. I'm probably taking Megatron because Megatron is probably 
third. And the only reason I would put him third is because he didn't play as long. Like, Larry Fitzgerald is playing this niggas in the ageless wonder. Right. right. So, and that's biased because Megatron and Randy Moss both played in my com- in my division, and I watched them whoop the Bears' ass twice a year for the bulk of their career. So, there you go. <clears throat> no disrespect to T.O. B. Mars would be also up there. Uh, Lynn Swan, uh, and Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice. No disrespect. Um. Yeah, I'm Rob. Larry Fitzgerald, my favorite football player. Yeah, no nah, man. Hall of Fame, though, like you said, bro. We are. Oh here. yeah, no, we're we climbing up there in age, buddy. We're up there, my guy. We're getting to the point where we start paying attention to shit that we didn't think we would be paying attention to. Definitely. Like. I'm big homie. Big homie. Niggas is asking for advice. They're like, why are you asking me? <laughs> oh. Oh, you asking me? Because like, <laughs> wow. All right. So we starting to pay attention to shit that we may not have always paid attention to before. Yeah. Like the Chicago Public Schools versus the Teachers Union. <coughs> uh, so uh, basically the Teachers Union is suing the Chicago Public Schools because they fired over 300 Right. Basically, they fired like 300 black teachers under the umbrella of uh, the schools are poor, performing poorly. And we just going to fire. That's how they responded to it. They just would fire like a clean sweep. So you fire everybody and bring in a completely new staff. So you do this in these neighborhoods with these teachers. That Shit, whole time, that's what happened to mine. Yeah. yeah. I remember. So... Everybody, like, I remember talking about it. Everybody was going white, clean. Brand new slate. Clean slate. Uh, That's what, right. Wow. Yeah, well, the teachers are suing now. Uh, Civil rights lawsuit. (coughs) Pardon me. Yes. Uh, Let's see. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me see. The CPS turnaround model pertorts to improve schools with low test scores and lower attendance rates through the wholesale firing of teachers and paraprofessionals, even though data shows that such layoffs disproportionately target educators while failing to significantly improve student achievement. Turnarounds and targeted school closures were a favored mayoral strategy under a decade of vicious budget cuts and school reform that devastated Chicago public school communities and black and brown neighborhoods. So, uh, the schools got low attendance rates and low test scores, so they come in, fire everybody, and bring in a brand new staff. Revamp mode. And if that don't work, then they just close this motherfucker. Wow. Uh, 
Former Chicago Mayor Rahm Emanuel spent the entirety of his two terms fighting black educators impacted by this racist policy. During a deposition in 2016, <clears throat> excuse me, during a deposition in 2016, uh, Chicago Public School Chief Talent Officer Matt Lyons documented to Emanuel's handpicked Chicago Board of Education President Frank Clark that for the years of 2012 to 2016, the district's quote-unquote budgetary layoffs and school actions, including turnarounds, had a disproportionate effect on African-American teachers and paraprofessionals. Lyons had discussed with Clark and the board's chief of staff how black students and residents in communities with population decline are disproportionately affected by school actions and budgetary layoffs. Lyons testified that as a result of the discussion and data, the board took no action, which resulted in no change in board policy or practice. The same school action policies are in effect today. I told you niggas what you was doing was racist and fucked up, and you're still doing it today. I told you niggas that from 2012 to 2016, over four years, that's an entire class. Definitely. That's an entire class of student. So for an entire four years of a high school student's most, this is really our most formative years as people in high school. Right. And like, I'm telling you, the shit you're doing is racist and it's fucking up people specifically in this part of the world, specifically in these neighborhoods in your city. And how do you respond to it? By saying and doing absolutely nothing. So you fucking right. The teachers, you done fired all these teachers. The shit you firing them for, it don't even work. I'm telling you it don't work and it's fucking up the students even more. Right. We suing. And that's where we are. How the fuck... This, I feel like this is like the second or third or fourth. At this point, I, I feel too. like the Chicago public school system, as with everything else in our city, is just a crooked situation. It's trash, bro. And it's all... I feel like a lot of these like things that are coming to light, these, these small, seemingly small differences or these bickerings, these... Civil suits that keep popping up here and there. These strikes that yeah. are happening. All of these things are things that like Mayor Daly, and like when the city was quote unquote being ran by the mob. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the reason you didn't see or hear about any of these things is because Mayor Daly had like his. Both of them had their fingers on the pulse of the city, good or bad. Right. And neither of these last two mayors have. Uh, because where are they from? Who are they? I don't think either of these mayors are like born and raised Chicago people, which is what the dailies were. Right. And you know that matters to niggas from Chicago. So. But, uh... I mean, yeah, shout out to the... I mean, shout out to the teachers, man. What What are you going to say? Are you going to teach your child every day? I had some cool teachers in elementary school. 
Fact. I learned a lot. I learned a lot. <coughs> I learned a lot. Oh, and I was reading that from uh, what is this from? Chicago Teachers Union, uh, CTU Local One dot org. C, C is in cat. T is in Tom. U is in union. <laughs> Local One. The number one dot com dot org, excuse me. What was I saying? Man, I forget what I was saying. Oh yeah. I had some cool teachers in elementary school. So I feel like I learned a lot. Because I had teachers who cared. So that I feel like personally that plays a part. Because that was my whole elementary. Yeah, I had teachers who cared. I didn't have a teacher who didn't care in elementary school. High school was a little different. You got teachers who really didn't give a fuck. But I had a couple of them in high school who gave a fuck. But I don't, I don't know. My high school years were weird, bro. I just feel like I just... I don't know. Like I, said, I, don't, I ain't gonna say skated through it. Yeah. I gonna say I, don't, I didn't learn shit because I, I learned a little bit of shit, but I feel like I don't use too much of anything <coughs> from there. What did you actually... And this is... What did you actually learn in high school? I learned a bunch of shit. Now, we talking about textbook shit. What did you actually learn in high Man, school? people are crazy. I didn't learn... High school did... I learned... High school didn't teach me shit in a book. No. Nothing that I learned in high school from books or class do I remember to this day. No. Well, I learned first when someone asks you for a fucking dollar. <laughs> you're never... I said this before. You're not getting it back. Hey, let me hold a dollar. What? Money I, management, right off the bat. People want your money and they'll do whatever they can to get it. And when you give it to them, you might not see it back. Hey, with my dollar, next thing you know, you $2 in. First rule don't loan out any money you don't have to not get back. Yes. My dollar. Um. High school is wild. Then why it's a crazy place? Crazy place. A lot of different personalities. I've seen people get beat up and I like, yo, people Yeah, but what does any of this have to do with learning in a classroom? That's not what did you learn in a classroom in high school that you still that's vital information to you today? High school I will say algebra, but I don't use it. High school, oh, we use algebra. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. You, we use equations to put. So I'll shit say together. algebra. I, I, my car note is this much, and my check is gonna be this much. How many hours do I need to make? How many hours do I need to work to make this much to pay this? That's algebra. Okay, so yes, Mr. I'll Johnson. give you that. I yes. fuck with Mr. Johnson and I fuck with Mr. Quinn. Yes, I'll give you that. All right, I'll give you algebra because. Whether we know that we use it or they don't even explain it to us in those terms, though. Right. I guarantee you every Trey and every show would sit there and pay more attention to Mr. What was his name? Johnson. Mr. Johnson. Or Mr. King or uh, who else? Ms. Murphy. These people who we had as teachers. I guarantee you they would all pay more attention to it if... 
you sat down and broke it down in terms of, and I, I'm not even going to do that to Johnson, King, or Miss Murphy because they did it in those classrooms. It was just the textbooks when you tell me take the book home and read it. Yeah. The book don't break it down to me like, yeah, so check it out. Yeah. This the car you want. Right. This is how much the car costs. You make $8 an hour. How many hours do you have to work to make $1,500 to buy this car? They don't break it down like that. Oh. You want to take it to they always use the okay in the movie. Say you do get the teacher who look. You get the whole P. He tells you he'll give you the P for 35 all right, so you got the P for 35. How you got to break it down to woo, woo, woo. All right, now what? Mm-hmm. That's the, the myth. That's the thinking that, like, if you explain it to them in real terms, then they'll understand it and they'll, eh, maybe, maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. I just know that. Nothing that I learned in a classroom <laughs> impacts me today as a 31-year-old and everything that happened pretty much outside of the classroom are things that you take away from the high school experience. That stone shit. High school, bro. I, yeah. I learned some shit. Yeah. You learn... How to navigate life and situations mm-hmm. in high school, that's and that's far more impactful on yeah. people's rearing than because you navigate through life in everyday situations. Yeah, that situations. was far more, far more uh, impactful on my life than like whether or not I finished mythology or yeah, uh, you know, whether or not I showed up and watched. Uh, Citizen Kane <laughs> for my final in film study class. <clears throat> That's not to say that the classroom is unimportant because maybe I learned that film study was something I was interested in mm-hmm. in the class. Maybe I took a shop, a wood shop class, and I learned. Maybe I, but those are trades, those are technical things that, like, technical schools are different than what we're talking about when we're talking about traditional high schools. Which is what we both attended. And I did not fuck with science, bro. Uh, Let's see. Freshman year. Nope. Hated Earth Space. Second year. Earth Space? Earth Space Science was first. Biology was second. Uh... Chemistry or physics. Yeah, was yeah, yeah, yeah. Earth yeah. space. Some people called it environmental. We had, it was environmental. Earth space. That was what we called it. Yeah, okay. it was earth space science. But enviro, enviro. It's earth space. That's environ. Yeah. Yeah. Was a uh, freshman year. God, yeah. Second year. Biology. I ain't fuck with it. Chemistry. With bio. I Hell no, I ain't fuck with, with bio. I, boy, I hear bio. My biology class, yo, I'm going to break it down for y'all right now. My biology oh. class started at 7, let's just say it started at 7.30. A.M. A.M. My OG well, my had to be the, ain't even working at My OG had to be to work at 6.30. So she's gone before I'm even, I mean, she's basically walking, she's gone before I even wake up. Right. 
Because you got to be to work at 6.30, you usually leaving at 6, 6.15. Right. I got to be to class at 7.30. It take me 30 minutes to walk. I'm waking up at 6.15, 6.30. I was late every day. I'm sure you were. Some days I didn't even go. <laughs> I was late every day, and I was in the car. You feel me? So Every day. A lot of clean shit. Yeah, culinary, second and third period. Yep, late every day. You're late, you gotta clean. Gotcha. Huh. The only day I was on time for biology was when we dissected frogs and he dissected that cat. Petty. I wanted to see it. <laughs> Petty. He I said wanted, to, I see wanted it. to see it. Freshman year, I had history, third period, because I started third period. At 9.36. His was six period for me. I started at 9.30. I didn't get out until like 4.15. No. Mr. King, that's my boy. <clears throat> that's my Afro history teacher. I didn't even have Afro history in high school. What do you mean? Word? What do you mean, word? Oh. Did we? Am I lying on somebody? Let me see. No, if I did, it was probably Miss Jackson. The black teacher. <laughs> I had Afro history. I remember... My Afro history was lit. Freshman year, I remember world history. Second year... <coughs> second year, I remember... I had one of the brothers for a teacher, so imagine... Oh, no, 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 no. Literature. I had that's British literature and English literature. I did have an Afro history okay. class, yeah, no. Nah. I had a brother. US history, Afro history, and world history, yeah. That was my favorite class the whole time. Um, Only because it was who it was. I had one of the brothers as a teacher. Like, fuck it, I'm in this bitch. I was not a fan of my history. I was not. A, that's what I'm saying. I was not a fan of much of anything that happened inside a classroom in high school. I only fucked that one class. Shout out to Mr. Kenyatta, bro. And uh, so. <coughs> uh, he inboxed me on Instagram, sending me videos. Man, I keep in touch with him. He cool. Sending you videos. Like. Off other pages like Bruce Lee videos and shit. Cool, uh, cool shit. Got you, got you, My bad. Got you, got you. You, I'm saying, man, you gotta let me. <laughs> Hell no. Come on, man. Hell no. But yeah, that's my. That was my favorite teacher in high school, Mr. Kenyatta. Mr. Kenyatta. Uh, did I? That's what I'm saying. Did I have a favorite high school teacher? Maybe my teacher got my favorite high school teacher got in trouble though for being loose. Loosey, loose as a goose. So, uh, yeah, high school was just a weird place, man. Motherfuckers had metal detectors in a place with teenagers. Oh, oh, when I was in my mom's crib the other day, she pulled out all, like, you know, my childhood shit, trying to give it to me. Backpack. 
Dunbar. It was clear. I'm like, they really thought I was going to put my shit in that clear-ass book bag so they could see everything in it. They really was on that with it. Fuck out of <laughs> here. I tossed that shit to the side. That bitch brand new. It's still stuck. You feel me? It's smashed. They was really on that with us. You Metal detectors it. and shit. I used to slip through with the... Bre- with the- yeah, I can say it now. <laughs> I used to slip... <laughs> I used to slip through because I had my jeans. We didn't have a uniform. Yeah. I used to put a little razor blade in a little inner pocket right there. Yeah. Walk through, beep, beep, beep. They pat you down. They can't pat you for real, but they... Yeah. I slipped with them bitches every tap, day. Tap, tap, yeah. Like nah. you mean, I had something on me. Nah, man. And that's... Motherfuckers don't understand. You felt like you was going to a jungle every day. I had the locks. And you just put them on your knuckle like this. Just one of them. Yep. Like beep, a, beep, beep. a like, combination lock. Like a yep. Niggas had weapons in there. Motherfuckers walking with combination locks on shoestrings and they pockets and shit. Yep. You feel me? So, uh, yeah, high school was just a wild place. Slipping through the back door with the real weapons. And then I went to school, a co-ed school, so it's just raising hormones everywhere. Mm-hmm. And my school goes from seventh grade all the way up to really? seniors. Yeah, I had a seventh to eighth grade also at my school. Did we have that? I feel like we had that. Niggas was in 7th and 8th grade going to the school, too. We didn't have any, like, class or no shit like that together. I think we had, like, 8th graders, though. 7th and 8th graders. So, you know what I'm saying? It was just, it's a wild, it's it's a wild place. It's a wild place. People be like, oh, it was like, I went to a big high school. Off of real, how many people was in your school? 500? You mean, like, total people 500? Yeah. I think it was 500 people in my class. <laughs> That's wild. You feel me? Like, because it's a <laughs> wild environment, bro. At any given time, you talking about it was 25 to 26 or 700 students that went to my high school. Bang. Y'all should have been a Mustang. It's a wild environment. I fuck with high school though, man. It taught me a lot. Changed me as a person. What a uh, what classroom did it teach you though? <laughs> that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. That classroom shit. What cooked. did it teach you in the classroom? I remember the first time I had some alcohol with my friends, nigga. It was motherfucking vodka. What you call it? Svek. Svetka. It was that. I'm like, no. It was absolute vodka. Man, I would be like, yo, I fuck with absolute. Oh, yeah, niggas definitely went through an absolute phase. I absolutely fuck with absolute. <laughs> absolute and orange juice. Because I didn't like the gin the first time. The I guys had, had that boy. I used to mix my shit with some orange juice, and then I was yeah. set. Boy, I used to be toasted. Woo. The wild boy. High school. High school, that's what I'm saying, man. It's a wild fucking time. Off-campus lunch? Yes. You weren't supposed to have off, so this, they tried to say Ooh. only upperclassmen could go off campus. But we had two different buildings, though. So, like, if you only had one building, then when it's lunchtime, everybody, the security guard, stand by the door, and you just flash your ID. But now, I got two separate buildings, though, so where are you going? Yeah. I'm going to the other building. Damn. And now that I'm outside, I'm going to just keep on going through this little gate here, and I'm going to go get me something to eat. And you would deal with me when I get back. But in reality, though, when you got 2,800 kids that go to your school. For real. 
Come on, man. I went to Nando's and to the gas station. Get out of here, bro. Fuck out of here. I bought a piece of puff and 200 oh, bucks. Oh, God. It was a little restaurant right there on 31st. You turn. Of course Pizza it was. Pizza puffs and shit. You know why? Because they know. You little niggas is hungry and you got singles to spend. Mc, Fuck you McDonald's was on 26. <laughs> Fuck you talking I went about. there a lot. <clears throat> I went to McDonald's a lot. Nah, we had Nando's right across the street. The gas station, and then if you went back the other way, it was the uh, the cafe. Okay. Shout out to the cafe, because niggas used to be up in that motherfucker, too. Then once niggas got good, good, then the pizza truck was pulling up. Oh, yeah. And once the pizza Them truck pulled up. Yeah. Come on, man. Pizza on, truck pulled up. Overweight. Come on, man. So you know what I learned? I learned to which one of you niggas got the who got a cell phone? Kick it with the nigga who got the pizza truck man phone number. Oh God! The period before lunch. So when niggas, what we going for lunch? Call the pizza man. Call pizza man. That's what I learned. Sneak in the back door with the absolute. That's what I learned. Woo. Had a couple fights. Learned how to fight. If you're going to smoke in between classes, smoke before gym class so you can run some shit off during yep. the Yup. Let your clothes hang in the locker. That shit taught me how to text without looking. The whole... T- what you want? T9 or ABC? I got both of them. This is not looking Locked at your eye contact. Fuck is you saying to me right Whoa. now? I know all of these things, man. Mm-hmm. All of these things I learned how to do throughout them four walls in high school, man. Every time somebody asks me, I'm like, yo, that shit changed my life, bro. It changes everybody's lives, not for good or worse. It just because we're it's literally we're all literally growing as people. Your brain is developing, your body's developing, your emotions are developing, yeah. and we're all doing it in one place at one time. That's literally. High lot. school. You wanna know something I just noticed? Just off 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 topic. Yeah. I had a scar on my hand where I got stabbed. I told you I got stabbed on top of my hand. Okay. And I'm like, damn, I don't see that bitch no more and I don't see it no more. Mm-hmm. It's tattooed over. Tattooed over. Wow. Cause you the old nigga now. I fuck with it though when people are like, damn, what's that? I'm like, oh yeah. I can feel it. Yeah. It don't. It's not the same though. Yeah, man. That's my war wound. <laughs> 50 said he tattooed over like four of his the gunshot wounds. Mm-hmm. He said he tattooed over like four so like four of them shits. Like one of them, one two of them shits he showed, they just literally, literally was just like looked like they had just he filled them in. He told dude just fill them bitches in. I don't care. Okay. Damn. Just thought about that. Some different shit. Yeah. Speaking of give fifty some uh, flowers because. Uh, like you're not gonna be able to see that one day. Or not if I tied over it. No. Yeah, that's exactly what I mean. But I don't know. One day I, I go. But funny you should say that though. 
I go back and forth about whether or not I should tie over my score. I got that from a concrete staple. Hmm. So I go over, you know how they be like, you did some shit to the white meat. This was some shit to the white meat. This was the white meat shit. So I go, oh, Damn, I go, I, I, fuck <laughs> I go back and forth all the time about whether or not. I want to tattoo over it or not, or whether I want to just. Bro, when you hit the white meat, it be. When you hit the white meat, it's like you see it, and yeah. the blood just instantly just. Yeah. Oh, oh, that did not. I did not fuck with that. Yeah, and I didn't know it instantly that it had happened. It was something that I had to. It had to come to me like oh, I had to look at it and see it like oh wait the fuck wait the fucking second yeah. And then when you can see, it's like, oh, what? Why is that? Why do it <laughs> why look like it that? white? Yeah, fuck I know that's not what niggas mean when they... To the white meat. This is what niggas mean when they say to the white meat. Make you start, it make you nervous when you, then you're like, you like, and you oh, know shit. what? It wasn't in that moment. It's funny you said that in that moment, I didn't think about it until it started, until it healed. And I realized that, like, it's not going to ever go away. I'm going to always have this thing right here. Yeah. I was like, damn, I wonder why this one was so different than the rest of them. And then that's when it clicked. Like, it just, I remember it looked white. And I know that ain't what niggas meant when they say, yeah. you gonna, that is exactly what niggas meant when they say you're going to do some shit down to the white. Deep. Cut me deep, deep, deep. So, yeah, no, nah, it's covered up. Well, that was off topic, but yeah, I just observed that. 50, uh, I said. 50 cover his up and then that made me think to get him some flowers cause uh he did Pop Smoke he put Pop album together that's the shit I'm listening to yeah and just from even now almost a year later that shit is still so you tell me the album quality. might be hard I need to go and check out some yeah no nah, I think you if you like that that song that you like if you like that song there's yeah. probably two or three other ones on there you will fuck with too Oh, word. Yeah. I bet. Yeah, nah. Uh, and 50 put the joint together. So, I, I that was that was dope because they cleared a lot of... It was a lot of samples that he had on there. Word. And I know that shit wasn't just no fucking walk. Maybe not necessarily walking apart yeah. to get them shits clear. So, whatever he did to get it done and to pull that album together to make it be as good as it is... <clears throat> Still, all this time later, it's pretty dope. Shout out to Pop, man. Yeah, no, nah, Pop's I, that's his regular voice. That's that sounds yeah. cool. Yeah. Hmm. Now, finally found me a song I really fuck with. That song's smooth, too. You need to download it. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. You gotta, you gotta check the whole joint out now. I am, I am. Cause that shit sound too smooth for me. Uh, too smooth for the fools. <laughs> yeah, you see what that shit say? You two like a smooth criminal. At six years old. Uh, <clears throat> uh, I'm gonna just go ahead and pull it up and read it to you. Sick. Um. Did I lose it? Did I lose it? 
Hopefully not. Lost in translation. Oh wait. We are bait. Don't mind us guys. <laughs> in the meantime, I seen and in the meantime and in between time. Nigga was on some loose shit. I'm not even gonna bring my man's up. Okay, you know, now nah, this is funny, I must know. You know how, have you ever heard a woman say that she, <clears throat> uh, she is not, she promotes nudity, I don't wanna say promotes. She participates or practices being naked around her children so her children don't feel weird about a woman being weird or about a woman being naked around them. So Amber got a son and Amber like uh, sit there and watch TV with her titties out so her son don't feel weird about a woman's titties so he don't be on no weirdo shit when you see like titties are for feeding babies. Okay. Not no weirdo shit that, like, people be trying to make titties be. Okay. Or just because a woman is naked and her titties are out does not mean that you can touch them or... Feed me the titty, please, but okay. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) The titty could be out. It could be... It could be a dab of milk sitting right there just begging for somebody to come catch it. That doesn't mean that you are entitled to her, her body, her thoughts, or any of these other weirdo shits that, like, niggas do. Right. So, this is why women do that. Okay. And, like, every now and then people say some shit and, like, blah, blah, blah. But, like, for the most part, it's like, whatever, I get it. Mm -hmm. It kind of makes sense. If a man did that, though, would that still make sense to you, though? That's what I be saying. Um... I don't even know how I'm gonna say it. That's what I'm saying. We it was it's some loose ass nigga who was going around saying it like it's one thing. Would you have I don't have children. You don't have children. Right. Would you have sex with your children in the bed? Sleeping. That's wild. Say they Under five and under, cause at that point you starting to mimic shit. No, that's wild though. That's wild action. See, my instinct would be like hell no. I feel like that's what I would be like. No, at the same time, being around motherfuckers who got four and five year olds and knowing how challenging it may be to get some time to yourself. I can understand how possibly might motherfuckers fell asleep in the bed and you like shit the bed big enough to where you got stay yeah. over there on your day sleep. Maybe. Wild. What the shits? I feel like if you a titty if you still a titty baby, then I'm a I'm I would be okay with that. Cause if you still a titty baby then that's what like one Two. Right. Maybe because I I remember Jerry Springer. I remember motherfuckers walking up asking for the titty and you give it to him. That's crazy, but maybe it's not crazy though. True. 
Shorty say she want to breastfeed until they 10. <laughs> Gonna be swallowing them titties. What are you talking about? <laughs> you feel me? So, my man's lost me though. When, yeah, nah, my man, yeah, nah, I'm not even gonna bring my man's up because he was a wild boy. Oh, man. But I thought it was interesting though that I'm. Titty babies, yes, I'm going. Would you have a dick out just swinging? It's like a pendulum clock, just. Wow. You feel me? Because I don't want you to be weird around niggas' bodies either. You feel me? This is just. What you gonna do? One, two, three. <laughs> Bless. Appreciate it. Yeah, we're gonna leave that one now. Yeah, nah, bro ass. Yes, uh, Lord. Yeah. Yes, yes, Lord. <laughs> uh, <laughs> moving on. Moving along now. <clears throat> but I'm saying, though, a six-year-old would be like, yeah, but cover yourself up around my six-year-old. Don't have your dick or your tits out around my six-year-old. Dick and tits out in front of your six-year-old. That's loose. That's crazy. That's insane. At the same time, Motherfuckers is prosecuting six-year-olds. For what? Had to a dick the out? fullest extent of the law. Or, no. Or, or tits. When? At six years old, do you have a dick or tits? Yeah, so what? what? No. Uh, <clears throat> hold on, I want to pull it up because I want to... We're going to be exact. Uh... So no, at six years old, uh, whose name? I hope they didn't put. No, here we go, right here. Six-year-old dangled legs above the floor as he sat at the table with his defense attorney. Before a North Carolina judge. Dang, they detailed. You going? He was accused of picking a tulip from a yard at his bus stop. His attorney, Julie Boyer, said, and he was on trial in juvenile court for injury to real property. This is not real. The boy's attention span was too short to follow proceedings, so she handed him crayons and a coloring book. Uh, blah, blah, blah about now the boy has a skewed view of the court system and he has a higher chance of running into it again just because... You drug a six-year-old to court for injury to real property for, and I quote, picking a tulip. <laughs> that doesn't sound realistic. Well, Sounds I'm, like me picking up a dandelion. And somebody like, hey, no, and I go to court for doing that? Where did you pick this dandelion from? If I pick this off, okay, say them Galaxy Defenders. If they wanted to, they could call the police on you for... And I quote, injury to real property. 
Wow. This is something specific to Winston Salem and that's real. Whatever city that this is in. But see, this is the difference though. If you called the police, if you LaShaw called the police on a six year old white child for picking a tulip, no police officer in no city and no district and no municipal of no part of no world is going to arrest said six year old unless you in Wakanda and like <laughs> It's a vibranium. Exactly. But like, no, they're not going. No one's going to even entertain. They're gonna look at you and laugh your ass yes. back into their car. Yes. You call the police on a six-year-old black child and like, well, we need to teach him a lesson now at six because like, he picked a tulip, and like, we know that this could lead to a life of crime and hard drug use, and he could be a menace to our streets forever. So you've got to throw the book at him now to let him know that this is not okay. You don't steal flowers from people. And that's how you scar people at young ages, B. Boy, I don't get no fuck about your young age. It's bogus. That just don't sound real, but it's real. It's real as fuck. Like, cause it sounds like such a petty thing to do, but people are that petty in real life. But how do you even take it serious to the point where you're like, all right, come with us. We have to take you to jail. How do you even explain that to a child? At six years old, you're not going to take the nigga to jail. It's just a matter of, like, doing it for the sake of doing it at this point. Santana DeBerry, a district attorney for Durham County, uh, a six-year-old cannot comprehend what is taking place in court, but probably will never forget being labeled a delinquent. I just... Come on, man. All I be saying is just don't tell me that you didn't know because they tell us to our face all the time. That's like walking up to the kids selling lemonade. Say what? It's like walking up to the kids selling lemonade on some. Where's your license to sell this lemonade? The six-year-old accused of picking the tulip ended up before a judge because his mother couldn't make the intake meeting. Once the judge realized what was happening, he dismissed the case. So now, not only is he delinquent, his mother is also delinquent because she was unable to either fill the paperwork out in time or to take a day off from work to come to court because her six-year-old son picked a tulip. Finding nine-year-olds with autism guilty of assault. 
Come on, man. Just don't tell me that you didn't know because they tell us to our faces every day that they do. <laughs> and while we on that, I ain't even going to be no hater. Shout out to Evanston because they giving out reparations to black people. Word? Yes. They got a housing grant going for like $400,000 and they giving out $25,000 per family to motherfuckers. <laughs> but you got to like, it's like a house real estate land so you it, it gotta be some type of like property thing mm. you gotta like use it towards like buying a house mm. or renovating your house or some shit like that but they they doing it though and they like the first city in the whole country to do it this is Evanston uh they had some hold on let me see cause I feel like I read some shit that was like um maybe you had to live in Evanston from like 39 to like 80 or be a descendant of somebody who lived in Evanston between those years. Mm-hmm. So, like, I feel that you're going to give reparations to the people of this city Where is due? for the shit that this city done done to people. So, yeah, mm-hmm. no, nah, let me see if I could pull up the joint. But how you feel about that, though? No, nah, that sounds pretty cool. That's my word. First time for that. He say that sound pretty legit. But they said that lady but a lot of I don't want no fucking house grant though. I don't need no don't give me no I want twenty I want cash. The whole time. That's what niggas saying. The whole time. I want cash. I don't I'm, I don't what is this? What am I supposed to do with this? True. And even that, I, I feel like. I mean, I take. I could do something with it. I'll take the cash though, but I, I, I could do something with it. How? My credit's shitty. <laughs> they not gonna let me buy no house. I'm supposed to take twenty five k and use it to rent another apartment. I feel like in the times we ain't enough, we can. <laughs> certain things are possible now. Real shit. So I'm be honest. Ten of y'all take y'all 25k and buy a building. So I'm saying. Ten of y'all take y'all 25k. You know what I'm gonna do with my twenty? I'm gonna buy a trailer. I would buy just buy like a trailer home. We've talked about this. Buy a trailer home with that shit. If you're gonna make me use it for something yeah. of such a nature, then that's what I would do with it, yeah. That's what I would do with it if you was gonna make me use it that way. If you got to. If you gotta. Dundada. African Bombada. Uh, let's see. I don't know. I hear I thought I, I heard an article. I feel like that was talking about the Edmiston joint. Um I lost it though. Mm-hmm. But shout out to them though, man. Oh wait, no. I didn't lose it. Oh. Right here. He got it. Uh, establishes a $400,000 housing grant program. Oh, wait. They beefing about it, I guess. Oh. 
Oh no, this is oh this this is from the Chicago Tribune and that was just a random news article that just started playing in the background from another yeah. Uh Evanston Alderman Robin Rue Simmons. This young lady looks like you and me. I'm sure. Uh <clears throat> she approved She proposed a reparations fund in 2019. It is alone not enough. We all know that the road to repair and justice in the black community is going to be a generation of work. It is going to be many programs and initiatives and more funding. All right, now, though. They giving some shit up? They're making this shit so hard to do when they can make this shit so easy. Come on, man. To qualify... An applicant must have origins in any of the black racial and ethnic groups of Africa. That's okay. That's a, yeah. <laughs> According to the memo, applicants must also be a black resident of Evanston between 1919 and 1969. So that's a 50-year window. Or that person's direct descendant. Applicants also may qualify if they experienced housing discrimination due to the city's policies or practices after 1969. Uh, let's see. What can you... Uh, from the city's local reparations fund to a housing program. So the local reparations fund, they got $10 million. 400000 of those dollars are going to a housing program. Okay. The housing program is going to award individuals up to $25,000. That money can be used to help with a home down payment or closing cost assistance within the city, help pay for repairs, improvements, or modernizations of an Evanston property, Mm -hmm. or help pay down mortgage principal interest or late penalties on Evanston property. As long as it's in Evanston. So long as it's in Evanston, you can get your shit off. Evanston. I mean, it's a start somewhere. So I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at it at all. No, you can't. I ain't gonna say you can't be. You can't. Cause I mean, we could always still be a square um, zero. I ain't even gonna call it one. property in this bitch. Yeah, no, nah, that's... Shout out to Evanston, man. They, uh... Like I say, shout out to... they. Somebody had to do it first. They doing it, and it's a black woman who started that shit. Right. So she getting that shit off. Shout out to her. Keep them flowers and roses right there. But watch the tulips, though. Don't. Watch the tulips, though. Do not pick. Watch the tulips, though. The tulips. I repeat... Do not 
picked the tulips. The White House fired motherfuckers who admitted to smoking. They asked motherfuckers had they ever smoked bud, and then when they admitted that they had, they fired their ass. Back door. How you feel about those apples, my boy? <laughs> That's some backdoor shit. How you feel about it, man? Because I just... Let's see. The White House fired five workers for prior marijuana use. This is why... Uh, First of all, I would have lied. Several White House staffers were asked to resign, were suspended, or are working remotely after revealing past marijuana use during their background checks. Sources familiar with the source tell CNN. How long? How long? Fuck you mean? Re, re asked to resign or suspended? How no, long do you think? No, I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about how long ago was like oh they get the job. How long they been working there? That's a good question. That was what I was, I wanted to know too. How long ago is you going back into this shit? Backdoor action. I don't what care. you got to think about this though? We announced a few weeks ago that the White House did. Uh, let me see. This is the press secretary, White House press press secretary Jen Spasky, Pisky Saki. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we announced a few weeks ago that the White House had worked with the security service to update the policies to ensure that past marijuana use wouldn't automatically disqualify staff from serving in the White House. As a result, more people will serve who would not have in the past with the same level of recent drug use. The bottom line is this. Of the hundreds of people hired, only five people who had started working at the White House are no longer employed as a result of this policy. So, they fired five motherfuckers because they admitted that they had used marijuana in the past. And she's saying that out of all of these motherfuckers that we hired, only five people didn't pass the process. So, I understand that. In the past, probably might have been, like she say, hundreds of motherfuckers. Mm -hmm. You might have threw 50 people applications right out the window, but instead only five people didn't get hired, so I get that. But this is still weed we talking about, and this is still motherfuckers not getting jobs because of weed. And that's crazy. And it's the White House. No and weed. It's legal in D.C. <laughs> it's not for the White House. No drugs in your system. No weed. No drugs in general, but yes, weed. They still look at it. It's a dangerous thing. It's a gateway. It can lead to other things. Next thing you know, you'll be doing crack cocaine. But you ran on... But this, this is what I'm saying about the shit being in our face. This is what I actually learned in high school. This is what I actually learned. Okay. You ran and you told her. You, you, you won the election... On the back of like 
I'ma cancel student loans, I'ma legalize marijuana. How are you going to legalize marijuana? Why should I believe you and you're firing people for having used it in the past? It's in the face. People still be on that job, still be on that. I don't... Like I said, that shit dumb. Because, like, what if somebody got a medical card and they trying to get a job? Like, how do you weigh that out now? Like, what the fuck is that about? Well, I don't give no fuck about your medicine, your card, your lungs, or none of that other shit. And that's what we talking about. But niggas Alcoholics be out here Going crazy And that was what A lot of people were saying Like you firing motherfuckers For smoking blood In the past You wouldn't fire motherfuckers For having a beer On their night off Bro Who you talking to though Cause Fuck you mean mm-hmm. I do what I want to do And what are you gonna do about it I'm big and you're small I'm right and you're wrong the Matilda effect, baby. So they handing out pink slips to motherfuckers. Pink slippers. They handing out these motherfuckers. <laughs> With the bunnies on them. I'll just wear these dens. Wow. <laughs> this was back. That's back door. I don't care. They show us that shit every day in our face, man. All you got to do is watch and pay attention, but it be right there. Too close for comfort, baby. It'd be right there. Uh, watching shit. Um, trailers. Is the trailers been going crazy this week? I still have not seen uh, so uh, Justice League. Watch it. I haven't seen Justice League. I am going to watch it this weekend. It is on the list. I'm, I'm two down. hours in again. I'm gonna sit down. So you haven't finished it either. No, I finished them. This is my second go round. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Pure though not met. Yeah. Uh I am going to sit down and watch it. I am going to finish it though. So um Suicide Squad though does have a trailer and that I did see. That trailer felt everywhere. Yes. Uh how you feel about it though? Are you interested in not as interested. As part one, I had, but at the same, I fuck with Idris Elba. So me seeing his face is like, oh shit, all right, cool. I fuck with Michael Rucker. I'm like, oh shit, you feel me? Um, I just feel like you got some extra shit going on from that trailer, and I don't know what's really, I don't know what it's about. I don't know if it's a continuation of part one. But I didn't even see Will Smith. Like I said, did they just... I was finna say, it sounds like you don't fuck with it just because Will Smith not in it. And the Joker not in it either, but he not part of Suicide Squad anyway. Exactly. So I'm not mad at that, but I feel like you got you got keys missing. Because this was the driving force for the first one. Mm, but it wasn't, though. But was it? The driving force for the first one was I'll give you Will I'll give you Deadshot. His ambiguous relationship with Harley. And the commercials were just Joker. Him being leader of the movie. Okay, but I'm the Joker though. 
They're just commercials. They sold it on the commercials. Yeah, cause I well, I mean, I don't know. I've only seen the. I saw an extended cut of theatrical mm-hmm. uh, director's cut of the movie. Yes. Based on some shit you buy when you purchase the DVD, which yeah. one you want? That was what I yeah. my shit was on. So okay, I got you. But yeah, like if you saw the regular one, I don't. What's the difference? Like you didn't get some of the Joker scenes, which is fine, cause mm-hmm. I get it. Cool scenes though. Unless you build it towards something larger with the Joker in it, which is cool, but damn, you still ain't finished. So I still can't talk to you about it. Nope. God damn, man. You can, but I wish you wouldn't though. All right. <laughs> um, I don't know. It just seemed everywhere. But to that point though about it seeming everywhere though, I think that that's also the same kind of tone I got from the Harley Quinn movie though. Same tone. So, like, if that's the tone, what if DC takes the movies and that's what they turn them into? Like, they give all of the movies, like, that kind of... We gonna play with the comic book aspect of these movies for real. Like, since they comic book movies... What if they was just like, fuck it, we know Marvel got this shit in, like, sort of a headlock with this live-action shit, so we not even gonna attempt to... Bust they shit that way. We gonna just come at y'all with the over the top. These are comic book movies, and we know they comic book movies, right? Because that was what Harley was to me, and I feel like if you watch it, going into it's, it's it, comic, it's comical. It's, it's, if you watch it going, if you go into it watching it from the aspect of like, oh, this is more of a comic booky movie, Shit. then like you'll appreciate it. it more. You would, but I still wouldn't call it buns. But I, it just wasn't. It didn't bust hard enough for me. See, I, I enjoyed it. It wasn't bad. Nah. I don't think Suicide Squad, the Suicide Squad, this one I don't know. I don't know. That's just because we are not in it is what you're saying. And I saw that big-ass... Thing at the end, I I, I just gotta see what, that shark. I, I just gotta see what's going on with it. Cause it, but again though, that it's a comic book. It is. I just gotta see what's going on with it. That's all. It's a comic book, and now it seems like they're leaning into the aspect of it being a comic book. We'll see. Yeah, no, that's for sure. But number one is that was some cool shit. That was pretty nice though. Yeah. So I'm gonna see. That's some. That was pretty nice. Uh, Toe, did you see the trailer for the Mortal Kombat movie? I feel like I have. I had not seen that until recently. And I thought, hold on, let's see. We can pull that up. Yeah. You finna go and pull it up? Yeah. Uh, Mortal Kombat. Uh, official trailer. We got some ass loading, but yeah, no. Uh, Raiden Sub Zero. Uh huh. Uh, let me see it. Let me see it. Jax. 
I just the video games is just kind of tiresome to me now. So, uh, does that mean that the movie? No, it's a movie. The but, game just it don't do it for me no more. Mm, I feel like the game is reaching its peak. It's two K. Yeah, like it's there, and that's that's what is there. There's nothing else you can do to this game to like. Make it better. That's damn it. That's how I feel, so I don't even buy them. There are no gameplay modes or none of that shit they can add to it to jazz it up? I don't know. But as far as far as the, the face-to-face fighting shit, that shit can, is, I feel like it's peaked. The only thing you do is more gruesome x-rays and... Because Mortal Kombat, they didn't... Regular finishes, nigga. You you gave me finishes where I could see the shit. Next motherfucking level. Yeah. Word. Once you took it there, though, that was kind of like it. That was the that was the trump card. Yeah. So I feel like, what do you have after that? Can they improve the gameplay? I feel like they can add things back, like two on twos, or they had it with Deception or Armageddon, when you could impale them with your weapon and leave it in them. And they life a drain and shit. So they could, little things they could add to the game to yeah. like. Yeah. 
maybe make you jazz it up a little bit, but nothing to make you like dive back into it. It's like one of the best games. It's just kind of, it's got its place in the hall and it's just there now. Yeah, for me. Mm-hmm. I like fighting games though. What if they gave you? Hey, if y'all use my idea, y'all come holler at me though. What if they gave you like a road to glory, like a create your own character, and now you have to travel the tournament of combat. Like you be Lucane, but you gotta go through like a training thing. What if they came up with like a whole little my player situation? Will the gameplay still be that face-to-face fighting? Yes. This is just a mode, I guess, on there they've added. Uh, man. Uh, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> you didn't bite on it, guys. Don't no, do it. I'm cool. Don't do it. Mortal Kombat is just something that's peaked out with me. That's fair. That's totally fair. I played every last one of them. The one that catches me and makes me look at it cool is uh, Shaolin Monks. It wasn't a face-to-face fighting game. You could run around and, like, with a partner and, like, fuck shit up. Like, a 3D. Yeah. I fuck with that. Hmm. How Marvel versus Capcom of you? <laughs> if... If Mortal Kombat made a version like that and it was like fluid enough, yeah. Could you picture Mortal Kombat in that shit real quick? I'll play it. Swear to God, I'll play it. If y'all got that idea, come holler at me. You feel me? Even though it's piggybacking off another idea, but you feel me. If they did that like kind of fast paced with the characters, I'll I would play, play it. it just cause, but that shit is different though. It'd be geeked up. Yeah. On sick old mode. Off them bars. Give it to me if you can do that. But if you ain't if you can't do that, uh, that's the right I don't want it no more. You can still incorporate the X-rays in it too. Two point five D games. Where does Mortal Kombat rank in face to face fighting games? To the top, close to the top. That shit is top three? Yes. And it ain't three. It's top three. Yeah, because... Yeah. It's top three. It's top three. And because it expands how many systems? Super Super Nintendo. Nintendo. Super Nintendo. And it just... that 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 was a brutal game to play. A lot of shit going on. Yeah. Always rated down. From the start. Mm-hmm. No, this how we coming. Yeah. You had that shit on Sega, boy. Sega. Oh. That's what... Kano. He is one of the original. Mm-hmm. Kano was there from the start. Damn, I hear the music in my head now. When you try to select your character. Yeah. Sub Zero. They had rain on the whole time. Slick. No yeah. reptile, reptile. 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 Scorpion. Yeah, that was that shit. Goro was on there. Mm-hmm. Sonya Blade. Forearm nigga. Jax. Beating your chest in. Shang Tsung. And Johnny Cage. That's it. 
That's the game. That's the game. That was it. I missed that shit, dude. Yeah, no, nah, that was. Shout out to Mortal Kombat, man. So, nah, that Whole was time the game, the nigga, the developers, it was game started here in Chicago. Made by Midway Games. Whole time. Whole and soon as soon as they said that, oh, <laughs> it fucked me up. Because in the, uh, when I used to go to the arcade, play Mortal Kombat Four, Midway, Midway Games. I'd be like, what the Midway? And I used to think about the airport. Yeah, Midway airport. Mind blowing. Oh shit! Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm more talking about my shit, but I just I'm just tired of it. Yeah. Uh You can't so, it was another so it was some other shit too. It was another movie I feel like the niggas watched. Who you? Yeah. Uh I'm still in snowfall. Watch more snowfall. Yeah. Yeah. How is it? That's cool. I'm gonna check that shit out, man. Got that Cali vibe to it, Cali music. Cali. Yep. Smoking on the Cali. Smoke, smoke, smoking up the Cali. I watched uh Shout out to uh Marvin Hagler. We didn't shout out Marvin Hagler last week. And a marvelous Marvin Hagler, uh, he died last week. Yeah, you did mention this too. Yeah, but uh, we did not shout him out on the pod, so I wanted to shout him out. Um, I went back and watched the fight between Marvin Hagler and Tommy Hearns. Just as a boxing fan, I feel like it's one of them moments where, like, you know it. But like I, I didn't know if I had, if I actually remembered like seeing it. Mm-hmm. I seen clips, I seen pictures, I heard people talk about it, but I didn't know if I had actually went back and watched it for myself. Right. So I did. Wow. Mm-hmm. You talk about exhilarating boxing. Oh, I know about exhilarating boxing. This is like Arturo Gotti Mickey Ward on like <laughs> Super Saiyan mode. Mm-hmm. Tommy Hearns cuts Marvin Hagler in the first round very badly over his right eye. And in the third round, the referee pretty much says, yeah, no, nah, niggas finna stop this because this is looking ugly. Mm-hmm. Marvin Hagler goes back out into the round and knocks Tommy Hearns out and ends the fight. That's exhilarating, like you said. He in that group where like you talk about niggas in like eras, the great one of like some of the greatest eras of boxing. Mm-hmm. Tommy Hearns, Marvin Hagler, Roberto Duran, and Sugar Ray Leonard. Yeah. That's my boy too. Like championships, the bell mean a lot, bro. Huh? The bell mean a lot. These niggas just throwing. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Yep. 
Pound for pound. It's yeah, no, it's nasty. You ever like Sugar Ray Robertson, he another one I'm gonna go back mm-hmm. and take. Mm-hmm. It's like my man's went 70 and 0, lost, then went 80 and 0, or some crazy shit like that. That one L <laughs> fuck your head up. So yeah, nah man. I fuck with boxing, bro. I really fuck with boxing. Oh yeah. Roy Jones made me love the sport. The sweet, sweet science. He made me love the sport. Mm-hmm. Roy Jones Jr. I'm glad my boy's still up and he he's still able to move. I'm he he's still functional. I'm glad. Oh yeah, man, he to see him still be like Roy Jones Jr., to yeah. see him still be, you know, like you say, upright in himself yeah. is really the most important thing. Shit. Because, man, a lot of he was flashy out there, showboat. Knocking niggas out. Knocking niggas out. Flashy with it, too. Hoo-wee. Give your ass three uppercuts. And you sleep. And I do a little hip roll on your ass. Bro, Ollie Shuffle. Nah, he's disrespectful. I really fuck. Man, I fuck with him, bro. That's a I fact. I wish I knew where the DVDs were, but it's cool. They got That's YouTube videos. Roy Jones. Yes. Knocking niggas out with pizzazz. With, with, <laughs> knocking niggas out with pizzazz, you know? Made me love the sport. So I that's who I study, yo. I have to I wanna move like that man right there. Yeah, man. Shout out to Roy, man. Uh so happy he came along. <laughs> Niggas is uh Niggas is a little hungry around this motherfucker, man. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not gonna lie to you at all. Motherfuckers could uh go for a meal, you know. Hmm. What you talking about eating? Hmm. Shit, I don't know. Right, fucking name. Right, uh, I I have no idea, actually. Zero. The Bulls went out and got a motherfucker, man. They, like, really went out and, like, hey, yo. Got a motherfucker. Hey, yo. Uh, what was said? Oh, I know what was said. What was said in the real world? What was said in the real world? This is actually some shit that, uh, it's pretty important, too. Uh, Mm -hmm. to you and I, near and dear to our hearts. Okay. Um, I want to pull it up and get it right, though. This is coming from, uh, I can tell you where it's coming from, though. Uh, Brandon Bond. Uh, 
some of you may know, some of you may not know, but Brandon Bond is a tattoo artist. Right. Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, let me, I want to get this right. Uh, Brandon Bond from All or Nothing Tattoos in Atlanta. Uh, I fuck with Brandon Bond because um, he was on this DVD uh, this tattoo documentary came out years ago called Color Outside the Lines. Okay. Maya Bailey. Whole time I heard of this. Yeah, Maya Bailey put it together, black tattoo artist from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was the first time I came across. Uh, this was the first time I came across Ryan's name, and it made me pay attention. Mm-hmm. I remember this because I heard Maya talking about the nigga, and I was like, damn. If Maya fuck with this nigga, he cold. Yeah. Also in this docu, this was when I learned about Jackie Gresham being the first really black person to own a tattoo shop. And it was in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Jackie Gresham. She cold. But not but also in this documentary, uh, was this white guy named Brandon Bond. Mm-hmm. And we're not gonna give Brandon Bond no extra love for being a white boy in a documentary about black people getting tattoos. But I do fuck with dude coming out and saying that like, yeah, motherfuckers was wilding on what we was teaching and how we was looking at shit and like black skin and like the shit that we was saying we could do and it was just a matter of us learning and practicing more. Though, mm-hmm. I fuck with you because all I be looking for is niggas who see shit and call it how they see it. That's it. As a result of that though, uh, I follow Mr. Bond on the social medias because he uh, not only is... Uh, you know, honest about what be going on. Mm-hmm. But the nigga is also here you go, you can scroll through some shit real quick. He is also a pretty pretty dope tattoo Damn. artist. Uh yeah. He be out here getting to it. Living in the flesh. Big color. Uh yeah, he called. He called. But uh this week the what was said is coming from uh Brandon Bond and it is uh they are the tattoo industry is currently at war with the government. Word? Word. Uh the government is attempting to ban the use of a blue and a green. Uh I believe it's blue fifteen and green seven. What's wrong with them? Uh they are banning them because they uh give us superpowers. Possibly if you use them in hair dye. Basically from everything yeah. I've read and understood, the government is attempting to ban the colors because when they are used in hair dye and in certain skincare products they are permanently staining and possibly harmful. Uh, however, the use for those colors in the tattoo industry is something vastly different and would be inadvertently, misadvertently affected by said government implementation of new rule. 
So what that would mean for the tattoo industry is basically that uh, it will wipe out like two thirds of the color palette that tattoo artists use to mm-hmm. ink tattoos. So you're looking at only being able to use like reds and yellows, basically, is what's left on the color spectrum. That's wild, because seeing how I got so much different shit. Exactly. So like that purple, that blue, that green. That sucks. Yeah, all of that is pieced out right now. Uh, let me see if they got the... Guess I need to get it while I got it, huh? <laughs> yes. Okay, so this is what the color palette looks like right now. Full spectrum of colors. Right. This Hell, is... look at my planets. Hell, that's ugly. This is what the new spectrum would look like if you take away those two colors. Hell no. So, the what was said this week... Oh, no, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, those are the two colors. You take away half of it. That's more than half. God damn. More than half. With all the purples, the violets, the whole top. Some browns. Some oranges, like burnt oranges. Oh, yeah. No, that shit is... uh... That is... Nah. Uh... So, uh... I like my multicolors. Don't get me wrong. I can still pull the rest off, but that... Nah, man. Why would, why would I limit myself like that, man? I got a vast variety of colors. I might as well enjoy some of them. Well, uh, the what was said, I just... I wanted to, uh... Shed some light on it. Just because, uh... Shedding light where light needs to be shed. You feel me? Um... Several of my favorite tattoo artists, uh, Brandon Bond, uh, TJ Brown, Nico Hurtado, several, these are guys that like, I fuck with their artwork mm-hmm. and uh, the tattoo work that they they do and the time that they put into the industry. So if it's important to them, then like it makes me take notice. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but uh, Brandon is called uh, Save the Pigments. Uh, yes, it's Blue 15. And green seven. Uh, this is something that's already passed in Europe, oh. by the way. Europe. Oh. Uh, so they made motherfuckers get on and sign a petition that they had to sign by March twenty second, and that and that would be none of these would be here. None of these would be here. None of these would be here. None of these colors that we have would be here. The red, yes. But the rest of this shit, no. <laughs> the red, yes. Other shit, no. Uh, but they won, uh, and uh, it's only like a step. But thought it was worth mentioning because we fuck with tattoos and tattoos fuck with us. Yes, they do. So, uh, you know, this is straight from uh, Brandy Mind. You could check out, read up more about the petition and everything else on. Uh, that shit come from somebody who ain't got no tattoos. Yeah, you could check up and read us. His, his uh, IG page is Brandon Bond Eleven. Uh, but I'm gonna just read up from the caption. It's just these colors make up two thirds of a tattoo artist's color palette and are being mistakenly taken from tattoo artists worldwide simply because they stain the skin when used as hair dye or eye makeup. 
they are quote unquote too permanent to be used in blue hair dye, for example, because they stain the scalp when applied to hair. As tattoo artists, we want pigments to be permanent and in no way should be lumped in with legislation involving cosmetics or hair dye. It's insanity and it's already happening. Uh, this was passed in the European Union already. So March 22nd, they were bringing this here to the U.S. And uh, yeah, no, just keep your eyes on shit because it'll be here. It'll be back around. Possibly. Might spend a block on us. They might spend a block on us with that. So, if you fuck with tattoos and uh, you don't fuck with the government and all of that Why shit, the government gotta be so lame. You know, man. So, uh, yeah, I just thought that was an interesting little tidbit of information that motherfuckers might want to, you know, do something with. Yeah. So, but uh, fucking still getting tattoos. Can't tell me nothing. Get tatted everywhere. All. Everywhere. In my own body. I don't give a motherfuck. Fuck you talking about, boy. Space everywhere, nigga. Except for my face. I don't know about that. My fuck name. you mean? Face tattoos? Butt tattoos? Oh, right. High side, high, cold side, cold? It came out harder than I intended it to because I really <laughs> was just talking <laughs> shit. <laughs> but I guess if you gotta ink my whole body, that includes the butt tattoos. All right. Hot side, hot, cool side, cool. Fuck you talking about? Uh huh. Hey, I ain't mad at it. Go crazy. I got one on my waist, bro. Spot people don't get close to. I have one on my upper thigh. <laughs> you feel me? So let, what you want? What you what you want to say? He was so mad. I am so mad you got me doing this tattoo all the way down here, man. Do my shit. Beat your ass. I guess I'm not, cause I should have beat your ass. It's all good. Somebody probably already beat your ass. For sure. So if I beat your ass, I'm hakai you this time. We out this. I'm off it.